everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Wow, this is three weeks in a row with uh, my special guest. We got Clark Wilson. Welcome back. This is definitely a different day. <laughs> really pulling back the curtain on that one. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, and then also Brett Saxon. Thanks, co-host Brett Saxon. Yeah. Uh, how's it feel to be back on the show? Great. You remember when we went to see Conan in person? Yes. And... They filmed, like, the episode normally. Yep. And I forget who all were the... It was Sarah Silverman. I don't remember who the middle guest was. Kristen Stewart. No. She was no, the maid. you're burying the lead. Okay. I don't remember who the middle guest was. It was a lesser uh, celebrity. Then it was Father John Misty, musical guest. And then Conan was... Right. They rapped, and Conan's like, Okay, everybody, stay in your seats. We've got to pre-tape and interview because this guest is hella busy Kristen Stewart and then of course half the women in the crowd went nuts because this is when uh, Twilight was like a thing and of course we didn't care but yeah that was probably at its peak um, I remember yeah do you also remember when I got those tickets I drove and then you guys sat in the aisle seats and got on TV and I didn't that was really cool <laughs> I love how that was probably like 12 years ago. I'm glad you're not bitter about it anymore. I'm going to bring it up every chance I get. <laughs> Water off the back. <laughs> yeah. I, what I remember about that Kristen Stewart interview was that... She was terrible. Yeah. They did two segments with her, but then when they aired the actual episode, it was just one. So they cut all that together into one. They probably edited the other one too heavily. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it was like they took those two to make one semi-decent interview, which was kind of interesting. Oh, and it, wow. It was. It was just kind of a little clunky. Is she a good actress? I like her, yeah. I don't... There's so few things I've seen with her. She's going to be in that new one, right? About Princess Die? Oh, I really? didn't know huh? Who's she playing? Princess Die, right? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Is she? Is she <laughs> yeah. really? Oh. Um, Alright, yeah, so welcome to the show, obviously. Welcome back to the show that people are calling... Uh, I've got an idea. How about you stop asking me to listen to this? Uh, that one was probably from uh, another aunt or uncle. Couple of friends. Yeah, a couple of friends. This, <laughs> is, this is what you. This is what you guys told me right before me. <laughs> you probably have a ton of like people who listen because you talk about comic books, and then we never talk we about never comic did. books. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this: Have you listened back to your performances on the last couple podcasts? I can't listen to my voice personally. I haven't listened to the most recent one because <laughs> we just recorded it. <laughs> Uh. Do you think you think you sound like a certain way, and then when you hear yourself recorded, yeah. you sound a different way? Okay. I feel like everyone's kind of like yeah. that, right? That's how I felt. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Brett. Put you on the spot. Can you use one of your songs for the uh, music this week? <laughs> sure. Do you have a, a favorite song? Do you have a bass guitar? I, do you want to? Yeah. Can you, can you, you can go just slap right a few strings <laughs> just to make something for Matt. Boop a doop boop 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 you should see if there's chords for that yes part of that song let's do it owner of a lonely heart total banger clark found a song how does the interlude go i don't don't remember i'll have to hear it on the radio again months later we're a train derailed derailed. well i can put it on the tracks uh um brett have you been um playing music any music lately that you are kind of stoked about um, playing my own music yeah, or listening yeah. to music that I'm soaked about? I'd say or, or, uh, both, either or. Maybe maybe creating your own. And here's a follow-up. What's been one of your biggest highlights in your musical journey or career? Ooh, like thus a, like, far. Yeah, like a big show that you liked. 
playing at. I know I saw you at CMT, right? CMJ. Yeah. CMT, yeah. Country Where's Music that? Television. Yeah. Where's CMJ? CMJ is in New York. Yeah, oh, okay. it's kind of like the South by of New York. That was cool. College Music Journal. Is that one place still exists, or did it change at CBGBs or whatever? CBGBs is gone. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, is it something new though, like a different concept? It's a clothing store. Really? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. and they sell shirts that have the CBGB logo on. Basically, it's bad. It's bad. I don't know what to say. Let's find ourselves some balance in a shot and a beer. We'll cut these strings loose. Yeah, I've been working on some things. I've uh, I don't know when um, I have two songs coming out here uh, shortly. Ooh. Um, I don't know when this episode's gonna drop, but um, the songs will probably be out by then. They come out this Friday. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, great. Um, but that so that's cool to get them off the shelf and into the atmosphere and onto the new. And is that going to be one of the songs that you're letting us put <laughs> on here as bumpers, or is it, you going to do something else? This this this. These are ones that have been on that bumper already. Can mm. I say that or no? Yeah, if we're pulling the Pizza, curtains back. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Oh, you hadn't released huge. those songs yet? Yeah, those were unrelease.d No way. They were, well, I guess they were first released on the Not Good uh, Podcast. <laughs> yeah. What are we yeah. on? Exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. What was my, that? My agent. We <laughs> were like fired by agent after that. Exclusive. <laughs> was, was that MTV that? or something? Was that TRL when they were like exclusive? I don't remember what they that was. Oh, okay. I thought it was a parody of something. I feel like I just did that. We just what was that show that? where it was hand puppets on MTV? That show Sip was and amazing. Siphonolly, okay. yeah. It wasn't from that. I just thought of that. It was a random memory. Did you ever watch that show, Brad? It no. was like two hand puppets talking. Did Spike Jones have something to do with that? Who was that? that no, it wasn't Spike Jones. It was Liam Lynch. Oh, yeah, Liam Lynch. He made like... Wasn't it called Nonsense Songs or something? He had yeah. like an album. It was, yep. I one song that. was like My United States of whatever. Yep, yep. <laughs> I checked that out. I have that, a Deep copy cut. of that. Um, all right, so what about uh, a place or a performance that you really feel proud about or had a great time playing? Um, what would be... I mean, South by Southwest is always fun. CMJ is always fun. Those are probably the two... Probably just and just like touring. Um, what's the? I'm trying to think of the the fun one in. I remember going on that tour with you. Yeah, Clark yeah, and I went on a fun. tour. Yeah, we went. You from, played like a show. Did you play a show in Iowa? Because I, I thought we drove through Iowa. I, mean, yeah. I do remember <laughs> Dallas. Yeah, we had to go to like Dallas. Arizona. Yeah. Dallas was, that was pretty cool. That was a cool little coffee shop. Funny about that show is the kid who hooked that up, um, I ran into six years later at a coffee shop in Brooklyn that he was working at, Dylan Sneed. And we got a talking and we were like playing music, playing music. I'm like, holy shit. I looked at my old Yahoo email address and you're the guy that hooked me up with a show in Dallas when I, when, how old were we? I was like 20. Like, yeah, early 20s. 22, yeah. 23, something like that. God, that's wild how long ago that and was. And here I am so meeting him old. like, yeah, 10 years later. Uh, it was kind of wild. That was, yeah. that was BBP before back pain. 
<laughs> but yeah, rough trade. Rough trade is always a good time. Mercury Lounge is always a fun time. Those are yeah, probably two big big ones I enjoyed. Well, it's awesome. And then on that note, I think we go into a brand new Brett Saxon song right now. So check it out. All right, that was great. Uh, thanks for playing that song, Brett. That was awesome. Um, or letting us play it, rather. Um, all right, now let's do a little random news. So Halloween's coming right around the corner. It's only in a few days. It is. Um, so Maybe. How do, you, <laughs> how do you guys feel about going out? Um, and you guys still trick-or-treat. God, I wish I haven't... <laughs> I haven't done anything for Halloween in years. I need to do something. But I will tell you this, I uh, and I'm not embarrassed about it. I I trick or treated up to my third year in college. Oh Literally really? I wasn't year. that embarrassed. I was gonna be like, oh me too when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did trick or treat when I was like fifteen. I think that was like the last year I did it. Yeah. It was just to get candy. It was purely for candy. Well, yeah, and that's a good age. <laughs> Wait, what do you go? What else do you go for? Well, I mean, the ambience. yeah, fun, uh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. The chance of being murdered. <laughs> yeah. There was a house nearby that gave out full-size candy bars. And there was one year we all packed like th- like two masks in our, our sack and switched. And I think they knew what we, we were doing. Candy yeah, and they still gave us the candy bars. <laughs> Those are cool people to do that. Yeah, like, I feel like I would have noticed that and still done it anyways. Yeah. Well, it would have been funny. It would have yeah. been a story to tell, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was these kids that wanted extra candy. I was I was literally, I was a degenerate. And I remember Joel and I'll name check him, name drop him. Him and I would go a uh, couple years, maybe every year after high school. And we'd grab pillowcases and we'd have a costume and maybe kind of crouch down a little bit and but have full masks and then do that and we would make out like bandits we'd have huge pillowcases full of candy and it was just nuts i'd eat it for like you do the costume switcheroony no 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 we would we'd have our own costumes but we would drive to all these neighborhoods and and just get candy for hours crouch down at the door yeah yeah they looked short a little bit well we're already pretty short in like four hours we'd have ten dollars worth of candy Lives well spent. <laughs> Could have just got jobs. <laughs> uh, speaking of jobs or quitting jobs, you would quit your job if you won the Powerball, and we just had the Powerball. I did see that, and someone won, like yeah. from California or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was from California. A few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Powerball happened a few weeks ago. That's yep. a good point. Big jackpot. How much was it again? Uh, it was something crazy. $699.8 million jackpot. I think I we, Brett and I had this discussion before. I'll posit it to you, Matt. Mm-hmm. You win the Powerball. Yeah. How much of it would you actually really need to live like a comfort? And would you change your life drastically? Or would you just keep doing what you're doing and you just have a big stack of cash you maybe invest or something? I think I'd probably have a million to play with, and then yeah, I'd... you go have like an, a go That's on right some yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're yeah That's go to like Vegas saying. and have like some crazy time or something yeah because you've maybe never done it before right but I I would keep my job and I would try to just put all the rest in savings and I would try to just keep my lifestyle the same that it was and try to not have it change me I also wouldn't 
want to win in California because California, you have to disclose your who name. You are, your name, yeah. Oh wow. Would that really matter for you though? Do you have like family members who would hit you up? But apparently, that's how it changes. Like people never see it coming, and then all of a sudden, people come out of the woodwork. Like these horror stories of people just coming for money and all that, and it's not even just family members. Sometimes you could it's... be a target for anyone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your names out there, they could just people probably looking you up and being like, "Weird that I think in Minnesota you have the option to remain anonymous." Yeah, you do. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. See, I would just yeah, I would like form trusts for everyone I know, and they like and they get money. Like I would only want to keep like a handful of it. I wouldn't. Want yeah. to like go buy some giant mansion somewhere. Well, so then would you more go with the annuity option where they kind of... No, I think I'd take the one lump sum. I would too. They said that the lump sum would come up to $496 million, which is still... After taxes or no, before taxes? No, this is before taxes. Okay, that makes sense. I think they have a breakdown too of what that would be with you taxes. You probably lose like another 40% of that. So 496. Okay, so before that reaches the winner, there's a 24% federal tax withholding of about 119 million. That'll get shaved off the top. That would leave 377 million. Although the IRS will likely be owed more at a tax time due to the top marginal income rate of 37%. So, but still, you know, that's still. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, I bet exactly. that guy won't live comfortably. Right. No top 1%. Exactly. Exactly. What would you. Um, what would you would you buy something to you? You know, you're talking yeah, I'd about probably a trip. like run my own business or something. There you go, Blark, Blark Incorporated. That actually brings that. up a great uh, point. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Blark, and uh, we have the creators of Blark Industries, uh, Brett Saxon and Clark Wilson. Stop making that a thing. And what is Blark? Blark is the, you know we're making a lot of dumb fun stuff. Uh, that's that's all we do. Maybe. move over to some entertainment news it is the halloween season um so this is kind of cool that i saw you can actually do an airbnb in the scream house and it comes complete with jiffy pop and you get uh, a vhs you get which a, house because there's the like scream a couple house. of houses it's, it's the one that nev campbell's her house her family so yeah okay. yeah yep and so you get to um get there they they stock it full of jiffy pop which is big in the movie um, yeah but isn't that that's big in the movie at the beginning, and it's Drew Barrymore. Well, it's funny that you bring that up, because also what comes in with this is one... Drew Barrymore? <laughs> is you get you get, to, you get a copy of every Scream movie on VHS to watch with a VCR. On VHS! <laughs> but also, you get on one... a 12-inch tube TV with a built-in VHS. Which is what I've always wanted too. I've been trying to get this. I used to have one in college, and I stupidly like uh, brought it to Best Buy because it was free recycling. Uh, I regret it. Yeah, you should. It wasn't like a Sony. It was like P 
Panasonic, so it wasn't some fancy brand. But yeah, I regret that. I know I've brought this up on the podcast before, but I, I've been looking for that for the last few years. And I told my parents, if you know of that, of a TV VCR combo, that's what I'm looking for. You need to hit up like secondhand stores, dude. Yeah. I'm sure. Ask Ryan I, to he'll he could find, find you one, maybe. Yeah. But uh, probably mom, a Sony, too. So at least, well, you know, it's quality. Yeah, that'd be good. A Sony. Uh, but my my parents were like, uh, oh yeah, Sorkony Weaver, a phony. <laughs> your uh, your uncle Larry has a TV VCR combo, and he said he'd give it to you. I was like, perfect. And so we were meeting at a um, family event, and he's like, oh, I got the I got the TV VCR combo in my car, and, and it was like, just a TV with a VCR. Exactly, like, is a you huge, attached to it? No, a huge TV, and oh. then and then a separate VCR. Oh yeah, and he just had him. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, was, he just wanted to get rid of both of those yeah. appliances. <laughs> Did you uh, scream in his face like what? What says combo about this? Yeah, do you not know what the word combo means? Um, Just cause a rift in my family over (laughs) these are separate entities. (laughs) Um, But anyways, what this also comes with an Airbnb stay is also a serial killer phone call. So someone will call and Uh, and harass you. Ask me what my scary, Uh, my favorite scary movie is. Exactly. Would you try to stump them with movie trivia? Yeah, what did they? I can't remember. I haven't seen those movies in a while. Did they like know? Because Jamie Kennedy is like the expert. And yeah. Did he ever flip it on them? And is like he did knew I all think, the knowledge. I, I can't think, remember. I think he did on the second one. And then they killed him. Yeah, right he dies after that. in the yeah. second one. Spoiler alert. Um, Twenty-five year old movie. But here's the thing where it gets kind of sad. Um, they say that also it's a three night experience, um, and it only costs five dollars because it's just part of the promotion of the new screen movie, which is only another one. They did this show, yeah, yeah, but this and they're is... doing them. A... But the show wasn't even really related that much. Wes Craven is barely cold, and they're remaking Scream. They are, and uh, guess what it's called? Guess what the title is? Yeah, it's not Scream, just Scream. Oh, which is dumb. Really? That's already what the so it's a reboot. No, this is going to continue on, and it's got... Uh, David... This is like Nev Campbell's daughter. Uh, oh, I hope they don't go that route. They probably will. That seems like she the probably easiest. Needs, she probably needs some money. Uh, well, David, <laughs> this is what's sad, too. So Dave Arquette, David Arquette will present an introduction in character as Deputy Dewey Riley at the Airbnb. So he'll be there. Introduce, oh, wow. Yeah. God. Are they going to get Courtney Cox? That'd be great. Oof. Who all lived? I can't even remember anymore. Uh, I think those two did. Okay. For sure. And then Neff Campbell. Neff Campbell. For sure. That might have been it. Well, wait. Did um, Leif Schreiber die in the movies? Yeah, Cotton oh, Weary. Okay. Yeah, he died in the third one. Uh, I love Leif Schreiber. My question is, would you go stay there? Why not? I would. I would totally do it. Yeah. For five dollars? Yeah. <clears throat> I would. Mean, so there's gonna be so many people trying to do that. It's worth it alone for the Jiffy Pop. <laughs> From a financial aspect. You said it was such serious. When's the last time you made the Jiffy Pop on like the burner? It's been a long time. Yeah, that's inconvenient. It's more of like a niche thing. Just like fun thing. Compared to throwing a bag in the microwave, which for the record you should not use the popcorn button because it could overcook your popcorn, only set your popcorn or your microwave to like a minute thirty seconds. <laughs> this has been popcorn tips.
so moving on from popcorn tips, let's go into something that uh, also goes hand in hand with popcorn and popcorn tips is movies. So let's talk about movies and let's talk about uh, things that you guys have seen lately that you can recommend. I can start off. Uh, I saw a movie called uh, Titan, which is a French movie. And it's uh, just saw it this a couple days ago. And it's a horror movie, French horror movie, about this woman who is, I don't know if she's in love with a car, but she has a, a very sensual moment with a car and becomes pregnant with the car. Uh, and it's really bizarre. It's crazy. And there is some movie like that where a guy like makes love to a car. What is that? So I think there is, but I don't know if you also are remembering. Well, obviously Christine, but. Yeah. But 10 years ago, um, maybe even a little bit longer when I moved out to California, I worked on a movie on a short film that was about that. It was about a guy who fell in love with a car and um, he ends up making love with his automobile. Maybe that's what it was, but I thought it was an actual movie. They made that. Yeah, it might be. I mean, it's not like a super. Yeah, it's not an original concept. Exactly, yeah. But I remember calling my parents that day and they were like, oh, what'd you get into today? <laughs> and I was like, I told them about this. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, we filmed a, a car sex scene for like a long period of time. And uh, my dad goes, huh, autoerotic. <laughs> and then I told the director and he used it as the title. Oh, oh, God. Um, but yes, it's like two on the nose. It is. Uh, but yeah, that's the movie that I can recommend this week. I also watched a classic, The Blob, the Steve McQueen. Oh, Steve McQueen? Yeah, yeah that's good that was cool. Love yeah. Steve McQueen. Yeah, he's great. And in that one, it's funny because he's playing a teen. He clearly doesn't look like a teen. I in think that he, one. he, Maybe was he was kind of young, though. He looked. Steve he was. He was born in like the forties, I think. So. Yeah, that could Maybe be. 30s. He just looks. He's got like an older face. I feel like. Yeah. But a uh, great movie that still kind of holds up. It's cheesy in parts, but like in a good way. Really good. Wasn't that from like the 50s? Yeah, 58. 1958. Yeah. Um, in the end, they drop off the blob, spoiler alert, into the frozen tundra because they have to keep it frozen so that it doesn't you know go and attack people. But my question is, is that plausible? And especially with the climate now, like wouldn't it, you know? Well, it's, I think like Antarctica or somewhere had like one of its coldest winters recently. Oh, okay. So maybe. So I guess it depends on where they dropped it yeah i remember having a discussion similar to this at buffalo wild wings years ago where we were talking i think it was when dawn of the dead the remake came out the Zack snyder one uh-huh. and uh we were talking about where you would go in the zombie apocalypse and i said alaska because it would be cold and zombies probably wouldn't be able to survive there because they would probably lose all brain activity because it's so cold and then you guys like shut that down <laughs> like that wouldn't work even though zombies are completely fictitious <laughs> uh, how about you guys do you got anything you could recommend for this week uh, for horror movies it doesn't need to be in the spook- Halloween spooky season spooky episode no I mean it isn't it isn't it can be any movie well like I said the Nightmare Alley is a great yeah. film noir movie that is being remade and I highly suggest the original it's and, from like the 50s I think and what's a little synopsis what's the story about well, it's about a circus, and this guy is like on the, you know, is like a, he cleans up. He's like the janitor of the circus, and he eventually becomes part of this, uh, like this con game where they pretend like they're reading the people's minds by having like the secret hand, like pull an earlobe or something, and they signal to the person on the stage, and they know the sign and. So they con people, thinking like they can actually read minds. 
and the guy gets like wicked successful and he like burns bridges and stuff and his life falls apart and Guillermo del Toro is making a remake of it. You know, it's funny. I thought I'd seen that movie, but I don't think I have based off of Maybe. your synopsis. I, the main actor, I don't know his name, but he was in like a bunch of, it was like a new role for him. He was, people knew him for something like Tarzan or some, one of those, those kind of movies from oh, okay. the fifties. So it was a real 40s. departure. But one. yeah, it was, a, yeah. And he plays like this scumbag, like this total scumbag where like success gets to his head and he just ruins the lives of people around him. And he's being played by Bradley Cooper in the reboot. Mm. What do you think about that? I'm fine with that. Bradley Cooper's a good actor. Yeah, I do like mm. that. Um, I love that when actors do kind of throw you for a loop like that. Um, but Bradley, I don't know. I feel like he's a little too he's, clean cut sometimes. Well, he's char- well this he's character is kind of clean. What do you mean by clean cut? Do you mean like appearance or... <laughs> a little bit of both. Because like, I, I that kind of character kind of is because he, he's a oh. con man oh, that's at the heart of it. And Kate Blanchett, I believe, plays like the woman who he originally does like this parlor trick with and then she gets sick of him so he starts doing it i can't remember if it's with her daughter or like a younger person and that's played by Rooney Mara mm. who's a good actress she's great so. yeah awesome oh, i'll definitely be a fun movie. i'll check it out how about you Brett you got anything for this week have you seen let me ask you this have you seen many saints of newark yet because you are a Sopranos fan. Oh, right, right, yeah. No, I put it, you know, I've chatted with my buddies about it, and it just came out, what, at the beginning of October? Yeah, it just came out a few Friday. weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Podcasts are just a space kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny because I didn't yeah. realize what you were doing, and I was like, no, it was just two days ago. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. I've heard kind of mixed reviews. So have I. But I'm going to watch this. I'm going to check it out, and I know Clark and I have talked about the movie he was talking about, and I want to check that out, too. Or the old one. The old one, it, right? the old one might be on HBO Max. I know they have, like, a Turner Classic Movies mm-hmm. ch- sub-channel. I don't think that one's on there. Damn, it should it be. Out. I got it on my DVR, so if you boys want to come over and watch yeah. it, I'd be down. It's only, like, 90 minutes long. So. I'd be down. I've always said that that's the perfect time length of a movie. Uh, well, then you should love every movie made before like 1960 because they're all like that long. Or 65. Sometimes they're like 65 Maybe, yeah, 70, that, yeah. 70 minutes. Have uh, you seen Saints? I have, yes. Now, how much do you want me to spoil? Let's go. Let's go the whole... I mean, that's what this show's about. Yeah, it is. So, they, uh, <laughs> so it's um, the guy that... Uh, let me pull up the actual list of the, of the cast and crew. But um, It's his son, right? It is his son, and he's great. Yeah. Gandolfini's son. Yeah, and that is good. And then uh, it's is also... he does he have an actor's background, or is this like his first foray into acting? That I don't know. If it is his first, it's really good. Did a good job. Yeah. Um, well, he had years of experience to learn the role, I guess, because he's yeah. playing his own dad. And his dad, I I don't know if this is true, but did he pass away like at a steak dinner? Is that true, or am I misremembering that? I don't know. I just I know, know that he had this movie. Like this mumblecore movie that came out with him and um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've seen that. It's a, already, it's a good so. movie. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and I think that came out posthumously, and it got a bunch of buzz because he had passed away. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, so Michael Imperioli is back. His voiceover. Oh, yeah. oh so, is yeah. he on The Sopranos? He is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was on this show I watched called Life of Mars, which was like a oh, remake yeah. Yeah. of a British show. I watched it with Harvey Keitel. It was yeah. great. Was Harry Kent? Yeah, he was in that. 
Yeah, that was a fun show. So I don't know. Are you cool with spoilers for Sopranos? Spoil it, baby. All right. So Michael Imperioli is one of the main characters yeah. and is murdered by Tony Tony Soprano, um, and so he comes back as the voiceover. He's a beloved character. He's a voiceover in this movie, so it's cool hearing him. And it starts off. But on he's his, not alive, even no, though he, he would have been alive back then. No, he wouldn't. Have, he would have been, yeah. But they show his gravestone, and then it's him. It starts with him narrating. So it starts in the present with his gravestone. Okay. And then it goes, and then he narrates the story. Um, and then you do see him, actually. You see him as a little kid. And that's where I get a little kind of, it's too on the nose, where, like, Tony, as a young kid, yeah. is with his character, Christopher, yeah. um, as a young kid, too. And whenever and Christopher's a little baby at the time. Right, he's and when, even younger. Yeah, right? and yeah. whenever they're around, the baby starts crying. And he goes, I don't know why the baby's always crying around me. Uh, and it's like, that seems a little too... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, how would a baby know? Right. And it's like clearly I think this baby thinks I'm gonna kill him later in life. <laughs> but and and also I'm Gabagool. So now let's move on to our last segment for the week. Uh, we did it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh. And since it is a special Halloween episode, uh, let's talk about one of our scariest experiences. Oh, is that, is that your werewolf? <laughs> let's get another we one. We forgot to do uh, spooky impressions. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a quick uh, one minute uh, rapid fire <laughs> spooky impressions. All right, Brett, uh, Wolfman. Wolfman. Wolfman Jack. <laughs> Wolfman Jack, but I'm barely a pup. There do you know go. who Wolfman Jack is? No, I don't. Oh. We talked about him on a, <laughs> Yeah, I do. Why am I bringing Brilliant. him up again? What was that? American Graffiti, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah he was in there. Wolfman oh. Jack. All right, uh, Frankenstein. Clark, Frankenstein. Oh, oh, Pierre Boyle? Yep. <laughs> All right, you got it. I just watched them. Oh yeah, I just watched Monsters Ball recently. Who's Matt gonna be then? Yeah, Peter, Peter Boyle's in that movie. Yeah, quick impression. Monsters uh, Ball. Yeah, Peter Boyle. It, yeah, he's scary. That's, that. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's a great movie. Dark though. It's not, it is very depressing. That's why I don't want to. It watch. is so depressing. <laughs> I don't want to watch it multiple times. Like, Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, my god, it's so geez. depressing. Do Heath Ledger. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dude, the Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker. Uh, that's a scary character, I guess. Or Heath Ledger in uh, Monsters Ball. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that was a great segment. Um, now let's go to our scariest experiences. Um, it doesn't have to be the scariest, but just one that is kind of creepy in the Halloween vein. Um, I have one that. Uh, well, I'd hope so. You work on like ghost shows. But this isn't that. This is. I was. Uh, I love the light rail in um, in L.A. and I like taking that at the subway and. There's one time on the the one in the Sierra Madre station, which is close to my apartment, and I was walking down the stairs, and this was late at night, probably like 1 a.m., and I'm walking down, and there's a homeless person with a big suitcase, and he's trying to get down the stairs, and he's struggling. You know, he's lifting this huge, heavy, hefty briefcase. Hmm, I wonder why that's heavy. And he's, yeah, exactly. And so he keeps trying, and he'll get it down one step. He's like, oh, just, you know, 
out of breath. He goes, gets it down another one, almost drops it. And he's just, ah. and I'm down on the platform, kind of watching this, waiting for my train, just watching the whole thing. He's struggling, and he'll stop, he'll breathe. And he just, it looks weird and crazy. Um, my train comes, I get on, and that's it. That's fine, I don't even think about it. Uh, the next day, I see in the newspaper, in the local local news, that someone in that area um, had had been caught for dismembering a body and putting him in his suitcase and walking around with it. Now, it might not have been that person. That might have been a coincidence, but it's a pretty, you know, pretty close to what could have happened. And so just the fact yeah. that that was there was like yeah. that was freaky for me. So that was that's probably one of my creepiest ones. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. yeah. That's like I mean, who else is carrying a suitcase around that big? Like, but, yeah. but the only time in my life where I maybe like had like a paranormal experience was it was a few of my buddies and I, we stayed up all night like in a tent out in my yard. And then at like five in the morning, we got out because we couldn't sleep because it was really hot. It was like middle of summer. So it, it like got maybe to 80 at night. And we went to the end of our driveway and we thought we saw like an apparition. And it was probably the closest, I, I mean, remember, remembering it, I, hell, I thought maybe it was a ghost, too. How old were you? 12, maybe. And what did it look like? Just a big floating white thing. I mean, oh, it could have been like a sun shaft or something coming, because it was like around dawn. Oh, okay. And uh, so maybe not 5 a.m., maybe like 6 a.m. And yeah, we're just like, oh my God. And we turned around and ran back to my house. That is creepy. Yeah. You never know. Like sometimes there's, you hear about, and also one of the great things about working on these shows too, is they do a lot of debunking and disproving and finding like logical ways that could be like you just said yeah. yourself, it could have maybe been a light beam or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's always, yeah, there's interesting, interesting ways to look at it. Um, how about you, Brett? Scary story. I guess, I guess it wasn't, that's scary but i just have memories of us driving in my van and you turning out the headlights and baby land us driving through oh god that's god, i never scary. did that i don't want to do that in oak river the lights off in the van and driving through baby land which if you, Were don't you... know oh go ahead baby land is where all, the, where all the babies are buried. Yeah. Where a, is that? There's a sign. In a cemetery. In the well, cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's the weirdest thing that they named it that. Just for like. Yeah. It actually says, Welcome to Babyland. It does. I just remember we went to Taco Bell, I think, after that. <laughs> no, it was before that. We went was to Taco Bell Elk River, yeah. And it's funny, that was like, what, how many years ago? Had have been t- like 15. 20. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe 20. Yeah, almost but it's kind 20. of funny. Like, we're going to go to Taco Bell tonight. So, <laughs> oh, like, are we? not much has changed, I feel like. And there you go. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for checking out our Halloween spooky edition of the podcast. It was so spooky. Uh, thank you, Clark. Yep. Thank you, Brett. Yep. <laughs> yep. Co host, uh, Brett. And special thanks to uh, Brett Saxon for the music this week. Thank you for that. Ooh, no the uh, spooky right. music. And we'll check you out. Yeah, it's a special Halloween song. And. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I record one right now. 
Um, but yeah, so we'll see you in a week. Oh, go ahead. You were I was going to say thank you to Hams again. For not for sponsoring. The <laughs> for the not sponsoring us. Exactly. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you in a week. Again, you can reach out to notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. And yeah, we'll see you soon. I love you. I love you.